right. Uh-huh. But that's on me. This <laughs> was podcast episode eighty three point five. We'll call this. Well, I like that. Um, can still be reached at visceralist.gmail.com. It's not, it's not like it's visceralist.5 at gmail. We didn't do that. Um, but we're doing this. <laughs> as, <laughs> doing this email for one episode. <laughs> that would be, that is a kind of like, I used to do pranks like that back in the day when I had more time and energy to do <laughs> just something really elaborate that only works once. <laughs> For like a very limited group of people, um, but we wanted to do a special one-off episode to cover the f- season finale, season two finale of Succession. Um, that was outstanding. I didn't want to wait two weeks to talk about it, so yeah, this actually worked out perfectly because I my Grand Canyon trip is this weekend, so we couldn't even have done it this weekend. So oh no, you're going to Grand Canyon. Yeah, Friday morning. Oh, look at this. Regular Jay Roy over here. <laughs> Flying globe hopping. Uh, Canyon. Uh, I'm not taking a helicopter there, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably taking a yacht. <laughs> Just around the Panama Canal, I guess it would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, like, <laughs> traveling through. The Southwest with a huge caravan, camels, donkeys, all that shit. <laughs> uh, excellent, but yeah, let, well, let's get get right into it. Um, um, so, well, let's let's cut. Was that a smile on Logan's face at the very end? Absolutely. Smile, or is that just good acting? Like you think, absolutely. I think it, it was, was a smile. smile. I, it was okay. So it was a small smile. I watched, at first. I watched the gif of it and earlier today. What did you say? That, what? What did what did the gif say? Well, the gif didn't say anything. It, it's well. Sometimes they put like a, a word under there. Not a word, but like a phrase. Was that a meme? Did yeah. Because of, oh no no no. So it was it wasn't a memed memed up Logan Roy thing, but. Um, it was just uh, like on loop, just like his face in that scene with the. It's a very subtle like smile. If it's it is subtle. a smile, you can even see it in his eyes. I mean, when I was watching it, I did think it was a smile, and yeah, so his his eyes are into it. Yeah, I was like, did he just um, smile? I mean, that whole reaction was creepy. The way he he just put that finger up and shush shush Roman without saying anything. He's just. Put the finger yeah. in his lips. Roman coming in like a bull in a china shop. <laughs> it's like, what? What is? What do you see? Then it was quiet immediately. Yeah, man. That, but the, I mean, we'll we'll get to the end. I had to. We just had to address the ending up top. Like this, that that ending was masterful. Yes. I haven't. Um, I've read one thing about it, but it didn't include my my grand theory that I've been developing. Yeah. Oh well, let's 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 put a pin in that. Oh wow! <laughs> put a pin in it. Move it over to the left side of the corkboard. Gotcha. And let's pin the main piece of paper in the center of the corkboard that has our notes for the episode. We can go through it chronologically. Uh, yeah. The the producers definitely just wanted to be on a yacht. They want to take advantage of the budget. They want to do some fly shit. 
So they wrote this on a yacht. It didn't have to be on a yacht. They could have done this meeting. This like, what do they describe it as like a, a family post congressional testimony? Um, and in between get, get the shareholders thing. Yeah. Like a little relaxation slash powwow, try to relax a little bit. Plus, you know, circle the wagons before the shareholders meeting. Right. Um, yeah, post, oh shit, post-congressional testimony reminds me, of course, the very first scene, it's oh. Greg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I do apologize for texting you about Greg. Oh man, like, then I, I couldn't, I couldn't giving... focus, then I was like, I just need to leave work right now. <laughs> you were at work yesterday? Yeah. Oh man, no, I had the day off. I had the day off and I was watching it in the morning and I thought you had already seen it Sunday night. So, oh man, no, you know, I had fucking nightmare flashbacks of season one, true detective finale. Oh man. <laughs> what, what do you mean? It just wasn't How disappointing. It was no, of uh, that. It wasn't working. Like where I was trying to watch it, the HBO now wasn't working oh it didn't have like the flat circle which at least that was like good like oh hbo's time is a flat circle i don't know if you remember all that nonsense but um i do (laughs) man i was going wild that night too i remember i was like oh i gotta refresh i think i stayed up to like one in the morning trying to get through um but Damn, that's that's (laughs) that sounds i don't think you've ever told me that (laughs) I needed so it. So you were, but weren't you, don't you use like some family members login or something? Right, but that, it was just like the whole system was down. Because they were probably watching it. You can't use it at the same time. No, 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 they're not into it. But it was just like, I, that was when HBO was, I, I don't know, they were still trying to figure out their streaming platforms. It oh, just, servers like, getting overloaded. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, luckily that didn't happen. Yes. yes. So yeah, I, I, I did get testimony. to watch it. I did get to watch it last night. So it's still pretty fresh. Okay. I mean, the reason I had to test, like, text you that, too, is because he immediately comes in with some really top-tier Greg shit when he says, he's like, uh, yes, is your is your name? I think they just asked him his name. And he's like, uh, his quote is, uh, yes, if it is to be said. And they're, then they're quick like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> Uh, if it is to be said, then uh, thusly uh, it shall be as stated. <laughs> he, threw, <laughs> him trying, he threw everybody off. Him trying to be like, so, I mean, why Why did they let him testify, first of all? What are oh, they trying to do? Man. Like, how did that, like, it seemed like everyone was already done testifying in the last episode. Why does Greg know. even do it there? They needed him to, to to hear about his shredding activities, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it cut away, but I don't think they knew. Do you think they asked about that? Like, I mean, I think that's it's actually a key part because that would the be the only episode, reason to talk to Greg because the senator, Senator Gill, was like, "Why did Greg sign these out?" That's right. He knew that he Greg signed out the documents. So yeah, that's like really, really key. I'm surprised they didn't. They cut away from it and then fast forward to this yacht yachting adventure in Croatia. Um, it's. It's yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess ultimately it didn't matter. Like, I don't know. That was a catch. How'd you know that was Croatia? 
Um, I actually stayed through the credits. I, I sat through the credits because I was so stunned at the end of it. I didn't want to yeah. like turn it off or anything. And so it, it said something about like Croatian production staff was credited. Yeah, there. you know what? I didn't hear them specifically say it, but I noticed the flag. I was like, why are they flying the Croatian flag? Damn, you're able to identify the Croatian flag? I work with some Croatian people, and they get real hyped during World Cup last year. World Cup? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I've seen that flag <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, that flag swung in my face, snapped, draped over the, all my whole office. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, so Greg, the Greg testimony, that was excellent. Cut away, and then, yes, then we're on the yacht. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the only thing that I would have uh, changed about the episode. Would have been more Greg. More Greg. More Greg testimony. I got I got plenty of good Greg, to be honest. When he started talking about his toes, what if one's uh, feet aren't aesthetically pleasing? <laughs> it's like, yo, Greg. I mean, not to go back to the subject you hate, but I know. You know I, 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 I can relate. I immediately thought about your toe issues, your toenail issue. <laughs> I can relate. That's all I say. I'm not saying there's fungus involved. It's 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 more just chop like choppiness. Like it's just yeah. I get it. Scratching get myself it. in my sleep. Right. I mean that's the worst thing though. Like Cutting if you're not if you're not ready to be walking around like that and then someone's like, Yeah, shoes and socks off, barefoot only. Like, uh Well, I wouldn't be too concerned about that because like who's looking at people's feet? I mean, Rome got jokes for days, so he I, probably I, well, wasn't yeah, expecting would... to get roasted by Rome, and Tom likes to roast him too. So, <clears> like, <laughs> I would definitely avoid Roman at all costs if I had anything, any kind of like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems like he could go for like a straight hour if he if he had to just just riffing on anybody. <laughs> if he just put pick someone, he'll go and at least solid. 30, 30, 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Or like 10 minutes. Wow, that, that, that got cut down. Um, but, yeah, I got to say, like, that yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. Like, I, I have a buddy who, um, you know, I've worked with on some some comedy video project stuff. He's a very smart guy. Like, um, really good analysis. does really good analysis of TV shows and, and books and stuff, all kinds of stuff. So I like checking in with him on various things but he um when i i think when the first season was on i was like oh are you going to be watching the show succession it's really good he's like no i heard about it and like i don't need another show that's like glorifying the ultra wealthy and this show isn't really that and i don't think i I sort of get his critique and this show isn't really that because it 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 does glorify them to degree but it also undercuts it quite a bit and it's you know it it does a good job. You can make the argument that humanizing these characters in the way it does, particularly Kendall, who, you know, is would be a pretty bad person that I, you know, I don't think you and I would be too happy with having to deal with in real life. But so that that humanizing him is sort of a glorification. And even if you show the warts and, you know, you know, particularly the manslaughter shit. OK, but. I will say with with them on the yacht, like I sort of got my my friend's point. Like it is all just it was just like wealth porn. Like having the staff and like I noticed when like the little things like when um 
when uh, Roman and those two guys, the two business guys he was with, um, when they got from the ferry to the yacht itself, they had these um, like life preserver straps, like and uh, like on them. And so once they got on the main yacht, they took them off, but they just dropped them to the ground. Mm. Like they didn't hand them to any of the waiting staff or anything. It's just, just yeah, someone will take care of someone, that. And that's, yeah. but that's like, that's a key like mindset of someone. Like, of course, you would never even think to, I don't know, hand this to somebody. Ask, right, you're like looking it? around. What? Yeah, what do I do with this? Uh, no, just throw it. Just drop it. Yeah, no, just drop it straight to the ground. Or like when you know Connor's wife just throws the iPod or the iPad into the uh, into the lake because she's uh, unhappy with a review. Like that kind of shit. And the yacht itself. And the fact that, you know, Marsha deck like dressed it up with like a Christmas tree or something. I don't know what that was. Refitting. She refitted the yacht. The refitting, yeah. It's not enough that you have a yacht. Like you're refitting it to good lord. To refit. Anyway. I mean, and your man Connor asking for a hundred million. He's like, ah, a little hundred million dollars. A little hundred million. <laughs> Yeah, even Logan. That, even that was too much for Logan, though. He was like, Whoa. he's like a little hundred million, huh? He's like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. I would say during any all of the interactions between Connor and Logan, I was I was feeling for Logan because it's like he always came at the worst, at like a terrible time, and he was always doing just something like oblivious and stupid. And Logan's like, I deal with this shit now. Exactly. I was surprised he actually like was like engaged with it and didn't do his typical like non sequitur walk away thing. Well, he was, I don't know, maybe he was trying to be nice, but yeah, he got initially interrupted when he was just staring at Naomi and Ken, right? Like being mad. And then Connor comes up making him more upset. Yeah, Connor was a little ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. I still don't know who his mom is, though. I don't think they've shown her. And did you notice that Maybe Ch- Cherry someone... made that, Cherry made that slip too? I only uh, I only yeah, noticed the first watched something. Yeah, and then she was like, first um, second son," and then Connor's face was like <laughs> dropped. Yeah, because yeah. she was referring to Kendall, and she said, right. "Yeah, you're for, yeah, you know, it makes sense. You're firstborn, so, uh, secondborn son." Mm-hmm. It's like damn. Um. Yeah, so I mean, the the setup of this episode is pretty. It's pretty basic too, because it's mostly who's going to be the blood sacrifice. It sets up that's you know the initial brunch or whatever that someone is going to have to be the blood sacrifice. There's debate. A lot of people are scared, and then at the end, you know, there's a reveal that the blood sacrifice is, and then Kendall's thing, and then this minor subplot with uh, Tom and Shiv's you know failing relationship. But it's mainly just the who is who's going to be the blood sacrifice, and that's for an hour, actually a little over an hour. Yeah, yeah, a little bit over. Um, I did like those scenes around the table where it was basically just circling the table and everybody pointing to the next person, like hot potato. They give their yeah. argument and then say, mm, and, "And so logically, it would be Frank." And then Frank's like, "Well, okay, well, um, <laughs> yeah." let's think about this now yeah frank threw it to jerry jerry threw it to carl i believe carl to tom maybe yeah tom came out at the end i know i think roman did roman give it to tom no kendall kendall threw it to tom 
So Carl to Kendall. Kendall. Kendall to I don't know. Wait, who was no Frank? Yeah, Frank went. Frank. Yeah, went Frank. Carl. Carl threw it back to Jerry. Jerry was talking shit about his massages, and oh, then <laughs> sports massage. She say like you know. She's like, how many sports massages do you need to get before you realize what it's really about, or something like that? It's something like that. <laughs> sports massage. <laughs> yeah. These guys. Then it was just like, man. See, that was that was pretty good because it was like, oh man, everybody at this table is terrible. Yeah, and everyone has dirt on everybody else, right. so like, at least a little. Yeah, um, and then it finally went to Tom, which we had talked about last week. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be Tom, but then at the same time, I was like, Tom's not, and I, Kendall's even said it, like, Tom's not big enough to go by yeah. himself. Yeah, it is interesting. Like, both of our, like, you picked Tom, I picked Kendall, but both of our guesses were undercut in <clears throat> pretty clever way um, yeah. at the end. Um, but yeah, like, that, you know, that that was the first crack in, well, actually, the first crack, I was going to say the first crack in Tom and Shiv's fail, like, dyna- dynamic, but actually, it was was the threesome before or after that the failed threesome was so before that um, i think it was because they get on the boat yeah logan says basically enjoy yourself tonight but tomorrow we're getting into this shit and so right. that first night was going to be the threesome night with i guess one of the serving people on the on the boat which that was a weird was, power as a prostitute? Well. was that was that weird <laughs> Yeah, like this is what you're gonna do after what you're involved in, and you're gonna like <laughs> have one of the employees sleep yeah. with you guys. Oh, like, oh that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on a boat too. I know. I was like, what? Is, what oh, are you guys shit. thinking? I hadn't even considered the optics of that. Yeah, because like, Ugh. yeah, if Shiv comes to someone and approaches like, "Hey, we're interested in threesome," and it's on it's the yacht staff, that's sort of implicitly coercive. In a way, mm-hmm. even yeah, jeez, oh, I hadn't, yeah, yeah, that was disgusting. Tom, I, I only, I became sim- more sympathetic for Thomas episode went on, but he was like really annoying in the beginning. Is that her? Is it her? Is that her? Is that her? Is that? Her? I was like, Shut the fuck yeah. up, man. Yeah, and it's it's interesting the 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 way that like, you know, Shiv has certainly been pretty, well, at least when it comes to sexual stuff, pretty, I would argue, in my opinion, uh, selfish. Yeah. Um, Tom's agree. clearly, he's clearly not into the, the open relationship. And as he, as he says later, um, and like, but at the same time, when she, to see like how crestfallen she was about like him, just like, like she has her interests and her, desires too that you know in in theory in a, in a decent marriage you know there's some give and take and you know even if he's not super into it like you can do it to help her because she clearly enjoys it and you know she was like okay no we don't have to do it but she was disappointed i don't know like, she it, was the writing that again it's a credit to the writing and the acting that that it goes back and forth in a, in a way that feels pretty pretty realistic i mean i i think I definitely did not want to see a sex scene with Tom involved, though. I will say that. No, 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 no. definitely not what I was interested in. I did like his like nervous flab- banter, flabbiness, shaking all over. The- okay, oh shiv. I mean, okay, no, I'm moving on. It's ne- <laughs> his nervous banter when when it turned into 
oh, she can be in the bathroom and watch through the keyhole. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah, and like uh, that he was serious about it was like... Yeah. Uh, what did he mean? What did he... He said, I don't have the vim. What's that mean? Vim means like just gusto or something like that. Like okay, the, the, I'd never the, heard, the, heard that desire. before. Yeah, vim and vinegar. It's like I mean, it is like an old timey, like nineteen twenties, <laughs> like yeah, see type expression. <laughs> I don't have the vim, and then he had some good ones. You know, what did he say? I've never uh, been on the stadium tour or something like that. Performed in a stadium. Oh yeah, I performed was like, in the oh, stadium. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but then going so going back to the um, the blood sacrifice conversation, like that's why I think that's part of the reason why Shiv was like, you know, when people are like Tom, and then you know Tom's like, whoa, whoa, why me? And then he's like, Shiv, what do you think about this? And then she said, I I quoted it, uh, no, Tom looks logical. Yeah, and she also said, you know, you know, Tom looks logical, and she went on to say. Yeah, you're like family, which, <laughs> in theory, you know, when I'm, when you're married, family. you are family. I yeah, did, you're not yeah. like family. Yeah, he's <laughs> like Damn. family. Saying, I think I actually hit, when she said, no Tom, what did I write down? No Tom looks logical. I think I hit a, oh, oh. <laughs> it was, when he reaches out for her, and he's like, can, can somebody say my attributes? She's like, no. Tom looks logical. It's like, oh gosh, <laughs> damn! And then he started freaking out. Oh, why wouldn't it be you? Why wouldn't it be you? Well, why would it be me? I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, like again, like like going from highs to lows emotionally for this guy is like, can't believe he like sticks around so much long. Like, yeah, I, I would like to see. I, this is one of the things I wrote down. I said, why are Tom and Shiv together? And what is their history? How do they even meet? I guess through ATN, but I mean, just because Tom was Did around? I, I don't know. Like, they, for me, they just always seem like a strange coupling. Um, A little bit. I mean, Tom's clearly a striver, and I could see him being pretty dedicated, per, like pursuing her once he knew like he might have an inkling of a chance there. Like seeing that as like a you know a stepping stone or or whatever, and then and then you know eventually genuinely falling in love with her. I I think I, I get that sense, but yeah, I mean let's stay on on Tom and Shiv then. So for when they go to the cove, you know, and he finally you know reveals like, look, I I I know I said I was cool with the open relationship, but I was hurt that you asked me that on the wedding on the wedding day because a like fuck, it's our wedding day, it's supposed to be special, but B, it's too late for me to back out of this yep. at this point, so you've kind of got like, you're over, you're, your leverage is like, insane like, we're in England, everyone's here my family from the Midwest is here, and you, now you're slipping in this, what you're framing as just a little request, like uh, so. yeah, the, like it was uh, very manipulative. I remember neither one of us liked it when it happened. When we when we talked. Oh about it. yeah, no, I was. It felt. What the fuck was this? This show does. Yeah, like it felt. It made me a little sick to my stomach, as as did many moments in this episode, especially the stuff between Logan and Kendall. Right. Um. I like mean, I was feeling like man, I was feeling like just 
like I don't know how to describe it as like grief or just like disgust. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know? she was she was purely getting whatever she wanted out of that relationship. So even if I think back, I I don't think she had been a hundred percent truthful with like her exploits. Um, right. And and yeah, and then he like. He's just not not into that. He's into like I felt bad because like he's genuinely just into her and he just wants to be with her. Right. And I was like, damn. Poor Tom. Yeah, and he said that like I'm not a hippie. I don't <laughs> like which <laughs> that was funny because he's used the phrase hippie, but it was really earnest. He's like, look, yeah, I no, think Tom's was. <laughs> supposed to be roughly our age and maybe a little bit older, but no one uses hippie. Yeah, we, you, if you're using hippie, it's to be ironic to like sort of make fun of like our parents' generation, like how they get slang wrong, like uh, that sort of a vibe, you know? I, I, like he that, meant that part. I was like, "What did he just say?" I'm not a hippie. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, but yeah, this that was some excellent acting um, from both parties. I think I think that the Tom actor, I think his name is something. I think it's Mike McFadden, something McFadden. Yeah, he's the McFadden on there. He's ac- excellent. I mean, he apparently has a long history in, in British uh, productions and stuff. And yeah, he's actually in that. I was telling you that Netflix show, La- Last um, Kingdom, I'm, I'm, something Kingdom, right? Last Kingdom, yes. Uh, yeah, Fast Kingdom, two, and then the sequel, Too Fast, Two Kingdom. <sighs> <clears throat> <laughs> um he's he's in it briefly it was weird because it's like a period piece set in like the year 1100 or something and i couldn't get tom out of my head as i was watching it actually <laughs> i didn't even finish the episode i um i've never seen that show but maybe i'll check it out i've heard some mixed things about it's not it. that great yeah it's not that great um so yeah, and then and then it's the Tom and Shiv story in this episode kind of ends with Tom trying to like I don't know what exactly he thought he was going to confront Logan about. I don't know. I was like, oh, what's he going to do? And he just comes up and it's like a hundred percent weirdo, but I loved it. <laughs> so he just walks up to Logan as he's eating something, sits down next to him, grabs a piece of chicken off his plate, and eats it yeah, in front of him. He was like. Breathing all heavy, staring I think at Tom him. Is just he has. It's actually pretty pretty on on brand for him because he's just upset. He doesn't really know how to express it. He's still constrained by the power dynamics at play with with that family, and just but he has to do something to like assert himself, and so that it just yeah. kind of came out a little wild, and you know he then under then just ran away basically. <laughs> without saying anything shit had to cover for him what the what the fuck (laughs) also logan was really upset (laughs) followed shiv into the room like he ate my fucking chicken what the fuck was that about (laughs) and he said what what's he gonna do next put his cock in my in my chicken salad or tuna salad some kind of salad put his cock just like it was mashed potatoes (laughs) yeah (laughs) first of all it wasn't even that big of a piece of chicken for one thing Second, I don't know. I mean, Logan, I've had it up to here with Logan, to be honest. <laughs> you done? I'm done. I am done. I'm, yeah. 
he he was yeah he was so upset i don't know it's probably hasn't happened something like that probably hasn't happened to him since he was a kid in oh not at all canada like nobody (laughs) somebody there like take some food off my plate like yeah so going back to um let's see Oh, yeah, sorry. There's another good quote I don't want to forget um, that Tom said when they were in the, the alcove. He said, um, I wonder if the sad I'd be without you is better than the sad I get with you. Yeah. Which, man, that, that hit home for me like a motherfucker. Like um, a great line. Yeah, and that's I think it, he said that right before they cut to the, him then running up on Logan. <laughs> Uh, with a dro- drooling mouth and a and a grabby paw, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's kind of beautiful. I mean, it's like, yeah, it, it kind of sums up like the the. It's unclear. I don't know. It's unclear. It seemed like they sort of reconciled a bit, but we don't see Tom again after that chicken. Fiasco. Yeah, I don't. I I can't tell. We see him again right before, after she talks with Logan again, and then she comes out, rubs Tom on the shoulder, says some stuff. We can't hear, just see her lips moving. Then she goes and gets Ken. She's like, you're up, Ken. That's right, yeah. But that was it. I guess she told Tom, it's not going to be you. You're all right. Yeah. So I assume the... This is... I don't think this is going to be the end of their relationship. I think maybe he was just venting. And so, like, I, he must have felt, like, a really strong sense of catharsis by saying, like, telling, talking about how angry he was of that she at did. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm Asked sure. for the open relationship on the wedding night. So maybe the stuff about, you know, the sadness, less sad, whatever, just when you're, when you're, when you vent like that, you sort of are so overcome with emotions and you just, like, you might say some stuff you don't mean, but just kind of about conveying that energy that you've been feeling and getting it out to someone you love and cares, cares about you ostensibly. I think Shiv does. I think she does care about him. Level. And she certainly cares about him. But Um, I don't know throughout this whole season, all of their interactions, it's been like all about her and what she wants and what things mean for her. Even when he was like getting, like uh, raked over the coals at that dinner talking about well who's going to be in charge not not tom and then right and then like all she was worried about was like why didn't her dad say anything about her being ceo yeah. like, the whole, like everything has been all about like her and she's just been incredibly selfish for the whole season but i think she does care about tom i don't, I don't know um yeah, so let's let's move on. There's a li- there was a little stuff w- with um. Let's well, yeah. Let's get to the main event with with Logan and, and Kendall, and and start with the build up to it. Which, um, it was interesting that phone call he took from that one shareholder. Yeah, where he the shareholder basically said, you know yes there needs to be a blood sacrifice but some of us other shareholders are talking we think it should be you logan and it was interesting to see like because this these moments only happen a little 
sort of infrequently on the show is like Logan having to kowtow to somebody else. And this, like the way he like his, his tone of voice, like he was like, yeah, okay. Yep. I see. Oh, it has to be me. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, let me think on it or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, let me think on whereas it. Something he's, like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it is interesting that like the five minute conversation, like, it, you know, you think about big business and financial firms, and it seems like it's all these really extensive reports and documents and everything. But it's interesting, like how everything gets the real power moves come in like a, a two minute to five minute conversation with between like just a few people. And it's about just kind of going on instinct, which I which I do think is how a lot of big business does actually work. The grand, you know, in the final yeah evaluation I, um, I thought that was really an interesting interaction like like you said just the way that he was responding when that shareholder told him that you know there's a whole group of us that thinks it needs to be you that has to go for for us to sign on for to not go with Stewie and them but um have they talked about hey, that guy before or shown him before that you can remember I, you know, I don't remember at all. Like they showed his name on the phone. Like we're all supposed to remember who that guy is. <laughs> but, like, like he's been a recurring character. Like, who is this? Yeah, I was, I was very confused. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have demonstrated the importance of the shareholders to this overall crisis that's going on with Waystar. I keep wanting to say Waystar. Is it Waystar Royco? Yeah, Waystar Royco. You're saying yeah, it, tongue right? twister. It is a little bit of a tongue twister. And I can't Royco. even say tongue twister. Oh my Waystar, god. Waystar Royco. Wait, dang. Say it five Waystar. times. No, don't. <laughs> Waystar Royco. Waystar Royco. Waystar. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh god. Okay, so. So there's that, and then there was a last-ditch effort to go to Stewie, um, which I did. I don't. I don't know what I, it. It felt like. I think they just like that actor who who plays Stewie, and they want like to just, just insert him into as much as possible because I didn't think it was going to work. I, the, it felt unnecessary to include that scene. I guess it it helps show that he's at his total like scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of desperation which is why he would then make kendall the blood sacrifice maybe i don't know what was your take on that um well two things first before i get exactly to that so they just don't deal with sandy anymore huh nobody wants to talk about sandy they did he stewie did mention sandy very briefly but they haven't shown him since is it it just because basically sandy's like Fuck Logan, it doesn't matter what he offers me. I don't know. Wait, you but, mean like he that he should have run that offer by Sandy and he just didn't want to? No, like every time they're trying to talk about it from now, like it's all even though it started out as, you know, Kendall, Sandy, and Stewie. Mm-hmm. Now it's Sandy and Stewie, but they only ever talk to Sandy when they, you know, want to try to I mean Stewie, Stewie when they want to try to like make a deal or talk to, you know, if I had to, to guess, 
if I had to guess, I would say it has something to do with that actor just not being available um, yeah. when they were shooting this. I would guess that probably also is the case with um, the actor that plays um, uh, Marsha. Because she was uh, mentioned, and she's been mentioned in episodes, but she's only sh- appeared in like three of them throughout the whole season. Well, true. Um, that's just that's just a speculation, but but this this interaction, I don't know. I I yeah, it was just. I think it was, he was just desperate. He didn't want to do it, but then you know, Kendall had mentioned it, and he's like, "Fuck it, I gotta try to try to do something." You know, the private equity money is not saving us. Let's go in. And then, um, did, did you notice that he gave up Kendall's seat, too, as part of the deal? Oh, did he? Yeah. Wait, did he Kendall, did, did Kendall did still that, have right? a board seat, though? Yeah. He was giving okay. it up. He, he said, was, yeah. Yeah, he was rattling off a bunch seats, of shit. One, one including Kendall's. Three board seats, one of which is Kendall's. Kendall's in no, right no, no. there. Oh, is that what he meant? Okay. Yeah. I thought he meant three board seats, but one of them has to be Kendall. No, I thought he meant. But yeah, you that makes Kendall's your way. Yeah. yeah, your way makes way more sense. Which is like, damn, like that is he's humiliating his ass again. Yeah, yeah, like he's dumping on Kendall. Like he, he's like, who is he talking about with with Naomi? He's like, you didn't ask me to bring her, and like we're running out of rations or something. Oh, <laughs> that was that was so laughable. I laughed out loud. I was like, this asshole. We, I'm worried we might not have enough provisions for the weekend. Provisions, I was like, crazy. are you serious? Do you yeah, see like, who you are? You flew to this gigantic yacht on a helicopter, my man. Like, this shit is like, <laughs> we won't well, have enough provisions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that... That is like his under. I mean, obviously everyone knows they do, but like that's his underhanded way of saying. Instead of saying like, "Oh, tell her to leave," you know the deal. He's come to. I mean, yeah, that's they all do this. Is coming out with like these slick, slick ass comments. (laughs) That's out of provisions. Running out of provisions, and she doesn't even look like she eats that much. (laughs) (laughs) Should be all right. Probably, yeah, she probably doesn't. Um, yeah, that was that was sad. So we had to tell her to, you know, kick rocks later, catch you never. Uh, <laughs> you here's never. here's to you, Naomi. Maybe may you always be forgotten. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was that. It's just like piling on, piling on, and you know, let's all right. Well, let's get to the to the to the. You know, fucking lightsaber duel between these Darth Vader and, and Luke Skywalker. Okay, um, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's do it. So, I mean, there's. I think it, it's it's my my initial read. My as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, I totally bought it. Like, I totally bought. Logan is doing this, and Kendall's just accepting it because he's just a little wounded puppy. Right. And, you know, Naomi's quote about, you know, he only loves you when you're broken, you know, that's true. And, like, and there's also always the murder, the manslaughter thing that he has over him at any given time. Um, and he, you know, he's just so beat down. But then in retrospect, after seeing the twist where he, he totally flips it on and he says, you know, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. 
um, <laughs> at the news conference. In retrospect, it was, I think I was reading it, especially the last, very last interaction between them where he kisses him on the cheek. I think it's, there's it, it another read is that it's Kendall's growing disappointment with him and disillusion with him. And just like, man, you are a sad, pathetic, instead of Kendall thinking to like internalizing, like I'm a sad, pathetic, I'm not getting my dad's love because it's me. He's more, it's twisted to where you to you who is sad and pathetic you actually like logan in that conversation used the phrase like they're not real people like he, yeah yeah he he used that and like kendall has a heart and like he was like as a, as he was going through it i was like damn kendall's the one who you know it was and yeah when kendall went to the dinner afterwards and he's like everything's gonna be fine guys it makes sense it's me like i'm like damn kendall's the one who initially in the behind closed doors meeting was like no we need to say this is unacceptable and we're gonna fix it immediately and now it has to be him to take the hit. Like that's that's crazy. But in my my reread of that is like it's his disappointment. It's like he sees his father as beyond saving, and so you know he's it's him saying goodbye. Like no, I will end you. This has to end. You need to end. This has gone too far. You know that sort of thing. What what was your take? Um, I I, I think he. I think it definitely took a turn when the no real people comment came out, when he was sort of like, yeah, I deserve this. I could see him like wanting to punish himself, feel like he needs, because I, I, I think he's kind of, kind of wanted that, you know, like he feels. Yeah, he referenced like, the thing with the, with the yeah, manslaughter. Like he needed some kind of consequence. He didn't, he, he didn't feel right just the way it ended, you know, with them covering everything up and nobody taking responsibility. Like Kendall, been feeling that shit the whole season, right? And then his dad yeah. was like, "No real person involved." I That's think he right. Was like, Sorry. What the fuck? No I'd forgot. Yes, he person. said no real, no real person involved, referring to the boy that Kendall yeah. accidentally killed. And Kendall must have. I think that's when he really did the switch. I don't remember if that was before or after. He asked him, "Do you think I could have done it?" And I thought it, it was, was before. And I thought. Like his and reaction, his dad's reaction was sort of fucked. Not in not in his answer, which was an honest answer, but in the like, like what are you talking about? Oh, 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 the the top job. Oh, <laughs> like that right there was his real answer. Like not really. Like are you, like I wasn't even thinking about that. Talking, thinking about you. Yeah, talking. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because Kendall's like, do you think I could have actually done it? And and Logan's like, huh? What? Yeah. Oh wait, you're talking about the CEO? Hell no, CEO, you? No. <laughs> yeah, in his head. But then he cleans it up by saying, "Actually, I, I quoted this too because I thought, I thought it was great." He said, um, "You know, you're not a killer, and you have to be a killer." But now, in it, but nowadays, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's another moment where it's like, like, you know, Kendall's sort of been hinting at this for the whole. It's like. The, Things don't have to be this way, which is something I've thought a lot. This is my own sidebar about business in New York generally, but there are a fair number of people that I've maybe heard of or whatever who seem to think that you have to be an asshole to people in order to get shit done in business. And I could not agree with that less. Um, it, 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 I've been in many work situations and there is always room for a healthy work environment and and just decency and integrity you don't have to be you don't ha i don't i don't know and maybe i'm naive in saying this but 
I do believe it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, Like, I think that's where even Shiv was, like, in her own way, trying to take it that direction, kind of, um, when she was talking about the dinosaurs. But, mm. like, Kendall was the one that's, like, constantly been saying it. Like, we don't have to do it this way. Like, we need to change. It doesn't always have to be like this. Um, and I think he... I don't know. He... I mean, I, I guess I would have to agree with Logan in that no, Kendall, Kendall's not a killer. Not not a killer in the way that Logan's a killer. Right. But I mean, <laughs> right. when it and came down to it, man, that that scene was excellent. It was so well acted. It was well staged. The blocking was good. Like, it, it you know, you got a real sense of what it was like for Kendall to walk in there because in the way they shot, like like a smaller conference, they could have gotten any size conference room they want. They got a fairly compact one. And that I think added to like the intensity of the scene, all these splash. Yeah. Like off. why was it so small? Like where were they? Why did they choose that small ass place? I feel like they were in like my closet. That <laughs> my was bedroom. making me claustrophobic. All those, all those photographers like right up on him. Yeah. Oh man. Nerve wracking. Um, uh yeah, but then he flipped it on him, and you know he, he you know, does the, the, the Tupac soliloquy. He's basically recited the lyrics to hit him up, um, and then tore up the prepared notes and yeah. threw him back on the table, and then snapped his fingers, pointed over to Greg, said, "We out." Grab picked up a microphone, dropped it. Carolina's over there. Freaking out in the corner. <laughs> Kudos on remembering her name. I I definitely would not have. Carolina, you said? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember because they always bitching about her. Yeah. She's pretty. I like that actress, too. Like, she's pretty on the ball. And, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, I mean, one of the most epic, I would say epic endings, but also one of the epic one of the best setups for the next season that I've seen on a TV show. Um, question though. Yes. This I did not understand. Hmm. Why was why was Greg there? Well, the thought there is that he's in on it now with Kendall. That like, part, yeah. Because Ken, Kendall referenced on, why was documents. He on the plane in the first place. I think it was even from that point. Like I don't I, think I, he, I, he I think that. to he the to the family. Greg no, I so okay. So two things. One one that I've heard, uh, and this is just in my reading around. I haven't verified it, but apparently Greg did tell him at the end of season one. He did. Greg told Kendall. Yeah, I I, which I seem to remember. Okay. But in any case, I think he could have. Well, in any case, he would have known it from the the congressional testimony. Like he would have put two and two together on that immediately. Um, that you know. You know what I'm talking about? When do you? I do because he was checking out all the documents. When do you? So when do you think Kendall made up his mind? I think probably he had been. That that's a good question, actually, because I feel like he would have even offered himself. Up, I mean, well, maybe not. I was going to say he would have offered himself up, himself up as a blood sacrifice had it gone that far, but. Maybe not, because he obviously could have at that initial pitch meeting where they're all throwing a hot potato around. 
Um, I think it ha- he, fi- he made the final decision in his last conversation with, with his dad, but it had to be on his mind in, in the background at some mm. point, too. Maybe because I feel like he would have... I don't know. That's, that's a good question, actually. When, when do you think he would have? I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was for a while, but then, like... But I just keep going back to, like, why was Greg with him in the first place? I think... I would say Greg is on that plane because Kendall in the say there's probably a couple days between that conversation with Logan and then the plane the flight back to New York. I would say that in those days is when Kendall approached Greg like here's the plan. So Greg would have been in on it at that point. So on the plane okay. he's already in on it. That's why you know he references that's why he makes the little thing about Greg being nervous. Yeah. He's like you don't Greg, need to be nervous the- about me or whatever. And certainly by the time of that press press conference, I, 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 cause he references, like, I have the documents that I'll be releasing right. online or something, but as yeah, it's a good point. It's not made explicit. This is all speculation, I guess. Where, um, what do you think Greg has these new ones? The new, <laughs> new documents. What do you f- think he's hiding? It's going to be in a, in a, a Ziploc bag in like a cupboard. <laughs> in his apartment and it's gonna it's gonna he's gonna write on it like not the secret incriminating documents something else and then in parentheses something else <laughs> don't read <laughs> don't, don't read I'm gonna have it right next to the fucking kicks cereal <laughs> oh kicks i love kicks are delicious <laughs> oh, they're awesome not kicks i used to they're love boring them boring as hell they're so good Nice. To kick rocks. I'm it's sorry. Just, oh, ooh, should I end ooh. this? Should we close out? Eat something green? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> two, two quotes. Two quotes that I liked. Okay. I liked when Logan was flying in. They said, "Emotional gunship incoming." When he was flying into the oh, yacht. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and then, then that's pretty good. I also like when Tom was having his argument. He said, and "Then I got shanghaied into an open borders free fuck trade deal." <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you got to read that again. What was that? I was shanghaied yeah. into an open borders free fuck trade deal. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn, oh, this writing man. is good when he said that. Shanghaied. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that is great. That's excellent. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, right. He's right, though. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh man, um, it'll be a good one. I did like. I did like uh, this guy's smile, not Logan's smile, but um, um, Kendall's smile to Roman when he was named. He's like, "You got this." His smile was like, "You got this, Roman. You got it." Wait, it he, had, was, he, had, oh. he had some tears in his eyes too. His eyes were watering. Yeah. So he wait, Roman or Kendall? Kendall's. Yeah, because he knows he's saying goodbye to his his siblings too. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I got to do it now." They're not gonna. He's not. He wouldn't want to rope them into it. I think unless they asked him, like they approached him, like, "Yes, I want to be part of your plan or whatever." But he knows they're not. They're not built for it. I think they're against. They're not built for for going against Logan. I mean, Roman showed that at the end of season one. Oh yeah, and Shiv <laughs> Shiv wants to be the CEO. Like I think she still wants that. Um. So nah, she's out. She's out too. So yeah, he's gonna miss that little 
little little pistol, little um, spark plug. Romulus. Oh man, good season. Good season, yeah. So we're talking about how I'm gonna be. So I'll be shooting season three probably early next year. I said I read an interview with the uh, creator, and he that I think must have been probably within the last day or so, and he said that they're starting, they're going to open up the writer's room for the writing of season three in a month or so. So you have to figure, I don't know. So yeah, season three might not come till like later on in 2020, because if they write, if they don't start writing until November, that's going to take them into when? this year. November of this year is when they'll start writing season three of this. So that's going to take it. Well, you got to figure at least three, four months. Yeah. So that's, then you start gearing I'm up still, production. like, what is, I still even know what the timeline on, like, in the show has been. Like, how long was this season? And like, time-wise, what, a year? I think. <sighs> where did we start? I forget where it started. Okay. So it was short. That's right. Because one of the first scenes was, um, Kendall at the rehab facility in Switzerland, so to recover from the accident. And the wedding was in December, right? Oh, I don't was even it, remember I, that. Am I making that up? Am I making that up? Well, in any case, I think season two started from like only a couple weeks after the end of season one. So I think this season, like they've done a bunch of stuff. They had the gala, they had the trip to Scotland. They have Roman flying to the Middle East. They like, had their hunting it, trip. The hunting trip, yeah. They so were all I'd, over the place. It had to be like at least nine months. I'd, I'd guess around nine months or so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those extra, extra. I think if they start shoot, if they're shooting like next spring or summer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking try to be an extra on it. I don't know. I'm gonna call in every favor with okay well that i need to get people to call in favors with first and then do the favor calling i guess yeah mm-hmm. you got it <laughs> i know a thing or two about hollywood ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be I don't know. I told you I saw Kieran Culkin walking around. He and he he must have just come from a shoot too, because he was wearing that sort of uniform he has in the show, which is like a a dark blue button up and like dark blue gray slacks. He was wearing that when I saw him walking down Third Avenue. Yeah. So I don't see any reason why uh why you couldn't be an extra in there. Yeah, I mean, I maybe you'd I be one like, of those like protesters holding a sign. Yeah, I, or something. I can hold a sign. Mm-hmm. I can hold a sign. I can hold 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 a door. Hold a door to a Maybach, maybe. Okay. Yes, sir. Right this okay. way, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, Mister Roy. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, I don't cut. Want to hear that? Hey, uh, little <laughs> driver. Don't don't ad lib. Okay, we you're doing great, but don't uh, ever don't talk. Okay. Yeah, that, that would get you off the show. <laughs> get me out the league. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we can wrap up. So. 
Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to season three. Can't come soon soon enough. We got Atlanta season three coming next year too. I think. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go back and watch some episodes of that. Let's get ready. Yeah, get ready. 